Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Ty John Charlie. I'm going to be talking about almost a month's worth of shows. It's been a pretty wild month. I, of course, feel like I'm way behind. I haven't really put a podcast out in a while, so my apologies. But it just means this one's going to be another long one. So uh, let's get into it, I guess. Going all the way back to the uh, beginning of August. So in about three weeks. But, uh, looks like we were back at Beer in the Barn Brewery in Iowa, my first time playing there. So that's kind of how this all, all began. Well, technically, I guess it began when, uh, I was in the studio with Woof for the last time. So Woof, Woof has been working on his album. He, uh, actually just put the period on it today. He's all wrapped up. I went to him a couple. I went with him a couple times to Eclipse to lend my ear and my input, but uh, uh, I think it's finally where it needs to be, and that's exciting. I think I appear on three or maybe four tracks, something like that, maybe four. Uh, pretty so you know, pretty cool, pretty cool thing. It has twelve features on it, and I get to be one of them. And Lowe's on a song and bunch of other just amazing musicians and it's a really cool collaborative effort so I guess that's where it began because uh, that would have been like on the Wednesday before the beer in the barn so uh, that would have been that Wednesday and then that Friday beer in the barn I had two Iowa shows in a row so it's a little interesting I, I uh they they had uh people that own the place they said that they have like an Airbnb, so they were gonna let me stay there, but that fell through, I guess. I ended up staying at their place. Really nice people, and uh, it's kind of cool to get to hang out with them a little bit, and very generous, and the show was, well, it was a cool spot, I'll say that for sure. Like, it looked like very old-timey, old-fashioned kind of vibe. Uh, said one of the oldest barns in Iowa or something, and it was turned into like a little brewery, little bar brewery type thing. And uh, the acoustics were great. I felt like I sounded pretty solid. And I was upstairs, so you know I had to carry my gear and stuff, but they were all pretty nice about helping me and making it happen. And uh, it was a good time. I I played, you know, it wasn't the, the busiest night, but the people that were there were into it. And that, you know, that makes all the difference. You, you mix a little bit of me sounding decent with a little bit of energy back from the crowd. and kind of escalates into being a lot of fun and it really was and uh so then you know I st slept at the at the owners two people who own the place I'm actually wearing the shirt right now I just realized um beer in the barn but um the so I stayed at their house which was like a 10 minute drive really nice place and uh it's just kind of I didn't really have a whole lot to do the next day so it was kind of weird. I went I went to Dubuque, Iowa, because there's a music store there and I needed some strings. I just thought I'd kind of stock up. And I'd never been to Dubuque, so I uh, went there and kind of rode around. It kind of wasn't, you know, it wasn't a huge city or anything, but it was unfamiliar territory. It's kind of crazy how uh, many hills and, I mean, it's very rolling, the, the landscape in Iowa. Like, uh, not what you'd expect, I don't think. At least me, I don't, I didn't expect it. And 
it's just like nice drives. I mean, almost a little scary at times to, to an extent, but for the most part, it was just like, you know, it was a good time. My car was kind of acting funny, so that was a little extra scary at certain, a certain point. But uh, so I went to the music store. Uh, I, I looked up a bunch of places to eat. I ended up eating at this place that um, it was like, I don't know. It had a bunch of good reviews. There was like three Mexican restaurants. I was like, I'll try the one with the best review. Ended up being kind of just like a, a generic Chipotle type place. So it was kind of a bummer, but whatever. It was an okay burrito. And uh, so then I drove all the way to Bellevue because that was my show the second night. And I got there like hours early, which was kind of cool. Because um, I, I usually when I get there, I'm struggling for time. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, use all my own gear. Because usually what happens there is I use the bars stuff and the bars kind of set up weird as far as their sound goes I mean, it's a good system it's just like with where the stage is they don't have i mean i, I usually bring my own monitor last time i tried my in-ears and just their system and i don't know honestly it's about the same amount of work somehow i don't really know but <laughs> but uh so i brought my, my jbl stack and i did it the normal way that i always do it and uh i got got set up about it was like two or three hours early so you know i had some decisions to make so i was like well you know i'm the the the, the lock 12 music is right on the mississippi river so i was like I've, I've needed to shoot a digital soul video forever and uh so what i did was i pretty much just walked up and down the the river in different spots that i thought looked interesting and then i was like okay well I'll just start shooting a music video and I just I don't really have a plan necessarily but uh I I went and uh I shot a bunch of footage and like spent probably you know I was set up with about two hours or two and a half hours and uh you know I had about maybe a half hour till showtime and I got Jenny the girl who the, the lady who books there and uh she helped me do a couple uh takes in in the actual bar before many people were there it was like 10 minutes before i even i started but uh and ultimately that's what i i ended up and used 10 minutes so far of, of the footage that i shot that day but i have a bunch of other footage i don't really know what i'm going to do with it but um so i shot that and you know just kind of put it on the back burner for a few weeks i'll get to that kind of later but uh and it was a good show. I mean, it was probably one of the better times on there. Not super busy again, but it was just funny. Last time I played there, they were like, ah, oh, Fridays, you can never, can never guess. And then apparently there was somebody that played there the night before that was brought a lot of people and seemed like that was uh, the downfall of the night ultimately. But, you know, it was 10 people or 15 people. It was fine. I mean, and, you know, I didn't wasn't super stressed like normal because all my gear was already set up and uh, I got to use all my own gear and it was fine. I mean, it was it was a decent show. Plus, I got that the, all that footage, which was, you know, valuable. And uh, long drive home, I had a show the next day at the Cast Iron Pub in Champaign. And uh, this was, you know, the last time I played there about a year ago, I thought... It didn't sound very good and, you know, using all my gear. So no excuses really other than 
I just don't know. <laughs> but so I was like, this year, you know, I got my in-ears, I'm ready. These people are, you know, I was just blown away how good I sound because I feel like I've been in the pocket pretty solidly the two previous nights and for like the month before I felt pretty good most nights. Not all the nights because, you know, it never happens. But it, I was I was like, oh, I'm going to kill it. And then a couple of my, my uh, friends that I play at their festival every year, the tabs were there. So, you know, I was like, you know, I had a little extra vote of confidence and uh boy was i humbled that day i don't know what the hell was going on i could not could not figure it out i don't know if it was me i don't know if it was the sound like spent the whole time just like not getting there and uh, i'm sure i mean i watched the video uh, a little bit of it it was not i mean very clearly not my best performance and you know, ultimately kind of just put me in a little bit of a funk for the next couple of days. But luckily I had a show the following Tuesday at Rivian for their farmer's market and uh, very slow, very hot, but sounded pretty good and I felt good. And uh, always a weird one, a little bit out there, but it's kind of like a corporate event. So, you know, it's what whatever. Last time I played there with Kyle, it was really cool because it was for this giant event, but uh, this was definitely on the slower side, definitely not the same vibe, but uh, it was fine. Wolf came out at the end, played a few tunes, so that was kind of cool. Uh, he's getting his stage legs back, so that's good. He hadn't been playing live a whole lot, and he's been popping up at my shows and playing a little bit, a little bit extra, and that's great. And uh, I think it's good for him to do that, and I'm always happy to have him. So, you know, that was pretty cool, and then the next night I was at Schooners in uh, Bloomington, and that was probably my f one of my favorite shows. Last time I played at Schooners was pretty cool though too, so I can't really say which one was better. I don't think it was as busy this time, but some good people there, some of their regulars that were, you know, very complimentary, and I felt like, you know, I sounded pretty decent, and I, I had a good time. Wednesday shows are weird, you know, like I, I think that it's just uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday. I mean, they're they're they can just. It's hard to kind of get out of your funk sometimes in those those days because you're not used to playing shows. So it's like you have to like really pick yourself up, and uh, it was a little tough on on some of those, but uh, especially that cast iron. I don't know what the hell was going on, but uh, then that Friday I was at cruising. Sounded. Uh, I thought it sounded really bad. Like I thought it was another one of the ones like uh, cast iron. So you know, I still feeling like that little bit of I don't know funk. I was like, because I mean, the show at the the farmers market was decent, schooners was decent, but it was like they weren't great. You know, they weren't amazing. So you know, I, I didn't feel like I was all the way out of it. And then that cruising show, I was like, what is going on with me? Like I cannot. And then on that one, like, I watched the video after, and it was fine. Like, it was it was not bad at all. I was just getting really in my head about, you know, little tiny notes that, you know, a little flat there, a little sharp there, and thinking it sounded terrible and couldn't get my in-ears dialed in right, or I don't know. I tried a bunch of stuff. Nothing seemed to be quite working, at least to my, in my um, brain, but then watching the video back, I was like, mostly it was fine. Like I, I get so, so uh, bogged down by those little mistakes sometimes. It's hard to like break through, but you know, if you can laugh them off, I feel like that's usually the, like I played a show tonight and 
you know, I made some mistakes, but I laughed through them and it was fine. It was okay. Nobody cared. Nobody notices. Uh, you just can't let those really stop you. But sometimes I do. And well, I guess they don't stop me because I still play the whole show. I just, it stops my enjoyment maybe a little bit. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not always as bad as it seems. Sometimes it is like the Tuscola one. I think the, the one at that was not, not my best. I still don't really know why, but, uh, you know, I, and this was a lot string of shows. So it was like, I wasn't really getting why at this point, you know, I should be sounding great, but I don't know if what happens is you get like pickier, the more you do, you play. Cause then you know exactly how all the songs are supposed to sound. You get them more in your brain. Cause you're like in them every day or, you know, it was like five shows and six days or something crazy. And, uh, so then you get more like aware of like the tiny imperfections and, Sometimes I think those kind of can, can kill you a little bit. And then, so that, that would have been Friday. Uh, yeah, Friday night. And then I had a door four show after that. And, uh, oh, okay. So it was the sun, I had a Sunday. So it's the Saturday night off, which was weird. I was supposed to have the show sky gonna book it and he you know he even said like oh we'll get you a contract so you get paid even if you you know if, if it doesn't work out and then he just kind of ghosted me so but you know I had so many shows that I just wasn't too bent out of shape about much I ended up and hung out with some good friends of mine that day some old wrestling buddies of mine uh, I was one of their birthday and it was just kind of a weird you know it was one of those things that I would have never got to do because I would have had, normally had a show. So it was cool to see all those guys and hang. And so then that Sunday, again, I was at door four for the brunch. I kept, they set me up in kind of a weird, well, I should say I set me up. I set me up and got a weird spot. It's always a, a weird guessing game because it was hot that day. And they have the outside area and then they have the inside area. And the last time I played the brunch, I picked the inside area. And what happened? Everybody sat outside. And then uh, this time it was hot, so my gut was telling me I should stay inside. But what I ended up did, they had this like huge garage door. So I just set up kind of, so it wasn't really outside. The outside was like maybe 10 feet this way. And I was looking at like the stage that I normally play at. And uh, I, I brought an extra speaker. So I kind of did one outside, one inside. And it was moderately busy. I felt, felt like I sounded really good. And uh, it, was, it was definitely hot. I mean, that. I got saved a little bit. I had a fan pointed at me. I wasn't all the way outside. Anyway, so it was it was decent. I felt pretty good. Was not my best. Was not my worst. Uh, and it's you know it's noon on a Sunday, so I wasn't really expecting my best. I was kind of just expecting whatever happened to be okay. And I think sometimes that's a better mindset to kind of be in. And then after that, I had. I had uh, two recording sessions booked the following Monday. So I just, you know, I was like, that Sunday I was feeling pretty good, but I was kind of dragging a little, but the excitement of the next day was pretty, you know, I, I I can't explain, I was like giddy about it because I have two songs in two different studios I'm working on and I knew I would get pretty far with them. You know, I'd get pretty close to maybe the finals. And because of that, you know, I, I could kind of, I get everything tracked at least, and then it's just mixing and mastering. And then I have two complete songs uh, from these two separate places. And 
So I did four hours at Eclipse with Eric, and then I did uh, about four hours at Bombsite with Dave. And two com it's, it's so funny, it's so different. Completely different recording styles and completely different like temperaments. And But you know, they're both cool and interesting in their, their different ways. And uh, I went ahead and I, because I had recorded vocals on my song Wings, but I was kind of sick the day I recorded them. And I was just like, you know, if I don't re-record them, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna, I'm always gonna be second guessing, was that the right move? And uh, I didn't want to do that. So what I decided to do was I would just, you know, I'd use those other vocals more as like doubles if I needed them. Uh, and just do, and, and really I almost did it in one take. Like it was, it was a pretty solid first take. And uh, I, I was, I don't know, I felt good. And I should have, you know, I'd been playing, I, I was made sure to play that song a lot in the last uh, few shows and I was I was like prepared and ready and then we spent some time doing some mixing stuff I was just excited and then like I had a like an hour and a half in between and the last time I was at Bombside I laid down a bunch of cello stuff and uh, uh, so uh, wasn't wasn't really exactly sure, but I ended up and did vocals there too for my song Premonition Man. And I did a bunch of harmonies and I, I did that, uh, I should have mentioned that, for Eclipse too. I did a bunch of harmonies for the Wings song and um, did some, oh, and we, we mastered uh, this other, some of the other live stuff I've done that's going to be coming out, this, the, the Live at the Bombsite sessions that's going to be coming out. Uh, Friday, September 22nd, I believe. So pretty excited about that. The YouTube video is already out. So I mean, if you want to hear what those sound like or see what they look like, if you like to watch instead of listen, th those are up. And those are just some live acoustic original songs that did uh, Firebound, uh, Digital Soul. I felt like Digital Soul I should do since that was my most recent single. Uh, I did Logan and I did... Uh, good friends so those four are going to be a couple live versions of those out in late september so those are my next release that are already set for release so you know pretty cool I have something coming out and it's new and i think they sound really good they might be like my best live versions of any song though they weren't the one-man band you know so maybe that's why but uh so i'm excited about that and then like went into bomb site and we did all the vocals, like pretty much, you know, I did a bunch of takes, just over and over, did a bunch of harmonies. It was like, I've been practicing the harmonies a lot too. And uh, he he actually was kind of like saying like he, cause usually when I do vocals with Eric, we kind of sit and go through them and decide, you know, what's good, what's not, all that. But he wanted to kind of do that on his own at bomb site. And he, he came up with, pretty much what I would have done almost exactly. There were a couple spots that we had to change a couple things out, but I mean, for the most part, it was pretty solid. And then I, I went in this last Monday and really, really uh, stacked it. So, I mean, it's right there, but, but it was a full day. And after that, it was like really cool to have some like listenable versions of these songs that I could kind of hear close to what they're gonna, I mean, pretty darn close to what they're gonna sound like when they're done. So, uh, but it was, it was a long day, but I was just excited. 
excited to be there, excited to get stuff done. And uh, so then the next show, which would have been a couple weekends ago, I think, no, last weekend. So we're finally close to the uh, where I'm sitting right now. And uh, it was Gil Gilmore Sports Bar. This was uh, it's one of those shows where I was excited. I was excited. It was a new place. Uh, good people that run it and really, really generous, really nice people. And uh, they'd seen me at a show, like a benefit I played in Chillicothe for like kind of a fundraiser type event. Really classy thing. And they'd seen me there. So like booked me. So I was excited to be there. And I was uh, feeling pretty good that day. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do my full setup. Like I, I hadn't been doing that maybe the last couple of shows. So I was like, I'm gonna do the, get my organ machine out and my sep my second pedal board and just, you know, go wild. And I spent a lot of time setting up and it was one of those things where they, whoever was seating the people set, uh, six top of, six or seven top of older people uh, right up front, right next to my speaker. It's like that's a terrible idea and there was like a good decent crowd right when i started but i was like i had it in my mind okay i'm gonna play really quiet but i brought all my stuff and i was doing foot drums so you know i was trying to really taper it back but i was still excited i still wanted to play and i was still wanted to do like full fledged i didn't want to like pull back necessarily but we'll, i first two songs did my normal kind of openers my original songs and the guy, one of the guys like turn it down right away it's like the first thing I was like rolled my eyes and I was like oh it's gonna be one of those nights which you know we've all had them but uh so I I pretty much was just like well why am I doing all this stuff like they, they aren't gonna enjoy it like they're not the right demographic for this type of performance my, my full one-man band set up with all my bells and whistles so I was just like all right well I'm not doing foot drums Get, like I won't play those uh not use any of my extra effects no organ machine no boosts no uh turn my guitar down turn the master down barely sang into the mic for like probably 30 40 minutes like doing a lot of covers and stuff that I was hoping that maybe would get them but you know I was just kind of frustrated because I spent extra time like setting all that stuff up and the, the the person who booked me, you know, they'd seen me in that one-man band setup. So I was, like, expecting to do that. And, uh, you know, eventually they left. But then pretty much everybody else did, too. So, you know, that would have been the, the golden time to really, like, get people maybe into it, invested into what I was doing. And th there was, like, a little crew there. I played some songs that they really liked and did them kind of full-fledged. But, I mean... As, at that point we were running close to two hours and then I took a break and then at, when I got back just zero people which you know isn't always a bad thing it's it's not it makes me feel bad for the bar like I feel bad like I didn't deliver but I don't you know it's not like I'm playing in Chillicothe all the time and I don't I'm trying to get my name out there in Chillicothe so Ultimately, I just started playing like some B-side stuff that uh, just like, let's just see how this goes. And eventually, 
few people came in. Uh, I could tell that they were really digging like 90s, early 1000s stuff. So I really just like hammered them with that. And they were really nice. It was only like four people, but they were at least were halfway listening. And I don't know, just wasn't wasn't what I was hoping for, which it's just part of the part of the job. I think, you know, you're kind of punching the clock to an extent. I mean, it's still fun. It's not like not like flipping burgers. You know, I just try to keep that in mind. It could be could be way worse, you know, but obviously you have an idea of in your head of what you're hoping for when you go to you set up for like an hour and a half and playing a show for what you thought, you know, was you expected people to expect you to be there. And it was weird too, because the bar was like in the front room and then there's like this middle dining room and that's where I was playing. And I was like, seems like those people that were at the big table could have just sat at the bar and been fine. But anyway, so, you know, wasn't the end of the world, wasn't wasn't terrible, but wasn't like my, my most favorite night. And that's what I compare everything to. So quite, quite silly to do that but I do it and uh and then the next night was poor bros I was excited about this one but after the night the previous night I was like well don't get don't get your hopes up you know uh but turned out to be a really nice night and it was very busy and the school the, the school was back in session and lots of college kids and I was out in the beer garden on the little stage they have and they have some nice lights and I did the full shebang again, even though I was like trying to kind of talk myself out of it after the night before, because I was like, well, what if it's not worth it? But I was like, let's just do it. Let's just, uh, you know, roll the dice. And I did it. And I was very happy I did it. It uh, That was the best I've ever probably sounded at Poor Brothers. Uh, there was, was a pretty busy night, but there's specifically like one, like seven top to my left that was kind of, you know, younger into what I was doing and uh just kind of you know having a dialogue back and forth and engaging you know that, that's the i guess that's the word i'm looking for they were they were enjoying themselves and saying things back to what i was saying and it was like a, it was more of a dialogue than just me playing at people and uh i played a lot of a lot of stuff they enjoyed so it was a really fun night. And I kind of felt like that was like the period on the, on the summer because it was, uh, you know, school's back, it's getting cooler outside. I was looking at my October or my September schedule. It's a little bit light, thinner than some of my other. And then October is even thinner than that, you know? So it's like, I know we're gearing up for uh, the, the winter is coming, I guess, as they say. And, uh, but it was like just a really like fun night. And I, I needed that one quite a bit just for my brain, I think ultimately, but I had a really good time. I got some good footage there too. The tape, I, uh, used my, I, I used my phone to film the whole thing and got, got some good, good stuff. I think a lot of full, I got, got a couple good full song takes, which is nice. And some medley takes, which, you know, to get a bunch of songs in a medley, okay enough to kind of stack on top of each other is rare, you know, where you're doing four to 10 songs and they all are sounding decent enough to like put them all out at once, uh, instead of just like kind of the single, like the best song or like the clip from the best song, you know, 
So I'll probably put some of those up on YouTube because, you know, I, I don't know. And I'm trying to be less picky about stuff because I don't think, uh, I don't think it matters. I don't know. I get, I get so in my head about, well, what if, you know, I hit that note a little flat or, you know, that, that sounded a little funny right there. I sped up just a little bit, you know, all the, all those like tiny things that, um, you know, will plague my brain, but I'm trying to be less, uh, less picky and just get stuff up, you know, show, show, show what I'm doing. It might not be the most amazing. And I mean, it's, you know, it's cell phone alt audio ultimately. So, I mean, it's not going to be amazing regardless, cell phone, video and audio. So, uh, and so I want to kind of get, speaking of that, I'll talk about my, the, I just released my digital soul video those last few weeks. I think that's what's been kind of holding me back from getting this podcast recorded because I've needed to do it for quite some time and I've been procrastinating, but I, I was working on that. It was a lot of footage to kind of put together. I ended up and just pretty much used the, uh, the, the takes at the lock 12. So, you know, I did all the extra, extra stuff at the beginning of doing takes up and down the river. And, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still probably going to do something with them. I might just do a whole extra music video with them. I don't really totally know, but, uh, so it's like 10 minutes of the filming out of the two hours, <laughs> pretty much what, uh, what I ended up, but I did a lot of fun stuff with it. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I had a few people tell me that it looks pretty professional and, you know, to say that from a cell phone and, uh, you know, I, I recently, it must've been a year ago, two years ago, something like that. I invested in a, a Mac mini computer, like desktop and, uh, got DaVinci Resolve and CapCut and a bunch of editing software. And now I got the iPhone has the 4k and, you know, I've been working, working on getting better at that. You know, I try to put out four or five videos a week. You know, they all aren't maybe amazing, but trying to figure it out. And with this video, I had uh, a few people tell me it was the best one I've ever done. And I had uh, people that thought it was like professionally done. And so that was kind of like a nice pat in the back for all the hard work that I've been. So that was cool. And that's out on YouTube. So, you know, anybody wants to see it go check it out. It's very, uh, digital looking, I guess. I don't know. I tried to keep that, uh, that idea involved as much as possible. Originally I was going to be like doing an, try an AI video, but something that just didn't quite click with it. Like, I don't think it's there yet or something. I, I did another one recently with some of that, uh, auxiliary footage in front of the Mississippi. And I mean, it's kind of cool, but it's just like, since I'm essentially singing and I'm doing the AI interpretation, like the mouth always looks super weird. So like trying to figure that out is, I don't know, but I might still use some of it, but it was like, that was my whole, you know, I did the AI lyric video and I did the AI loop for the Canva and Spotify, but, uh, it just, it just seemed to fall a little flat for the actual music video and I don't know. I was, I was a little like, I don't know what to do. Like <laughs> that was, that was kind of a lot of it too. I, I procrastinated because I didn't have any great ideas. I was planning to lean heavily on the AI and then I did one 
kind of rough version of it just to see what it would be like and it was like not great it's kind of kind of creepy ultimately and uh even this last one i did was a little little weird and creepy but i don't know i think there's still a way that i could kind of use it because I, I like the idea of using the digital ai kind of stuff for the song digital soul since that's kind of half of what it's about you know us living in the digital age and all that so trying to get that stuff and i mean i i tried to use those themes in the uh the actual music video i did at lock 12 so i, I, I did a lot of that stuff in there but it's not like the ai it's just like digital looking i guess but um yeah and then that that uh i think that came out last week and I went back to Bombsite this last Monday and uh, really got everything kind of dialed in. I got like all the vocals, I think, where I want them. Some of the levels aren't quite right, but you know, they're, they're, the, the takes are there, you know? So that's that's 90% of it. And then it's just about getting it to uh, sound smooth and right and all that stuff. And uh, I tried. I, had, I have a bunch of percussion ideas I want to add into that song, but, you know, I'm not a percussionist. And I found that out pretty quick when I was trying to record some. Uh, but, you know, I'm practicing this week. Going to hopefully be back in to lay some, some down this coming Monday. And then that song's pretty much done. And, you know, I'm excited about that one. I think it's, it's a weird song, but it's very... Uh, say rough but it's like mangled it's like uh it's uh it's not pristine but i didn't want it to be pristine i've been having this weird vision of i keep saying a puppet of a puppet but like uh the way i play music that's how i feel sometimes like a puppet of a puppet um i know that doesn't really make sense but uh it's just this weird vision I've been having. And I'm, I feel like I'm probably gonna do something for the music video for that song. It has to do with that. But, uh, you know, it's not, I'm not a perfect musician. I'm not a perfect machine. I'm not, not perfect anything, you know. I'm uh, rough around the edges, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. And uh, so, and, you know, the, uh, I've talked about the idea of the, the album, the lock and the reel, so this would be more on the reel side. The wing side I'm working on with Eric Eclipse would be more on the lock side. So, um, definitely a little bit more pristine, a little bit more epic, a little bit more full band sound. This is more of a Premonition Man bomb, at bomb site. It's more of a broken down kind of weird song, but... It's new, I'm excited, and it has a weird low low tune guitar, which I've talked about before, but uh, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, I, I like the fact that it doesn't sound like perfect. I don't know why. I'm trying to get more into that, I guess. I don't know if I'm trying to, I just am. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be more, more open to the idea of it, it sounds how it sounds like I'm going to do my best, but if I don't want to take the authenticity out of it. And I think that's, what's cool about this song is it's like very 
authentically me. It's not perfect in any way. <laughs> and it's kind of a weird song. And uh, I don't know. I'm excited for people to hear it. I don't know what they'll think or if they'll probably most people won't care. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just pumped to have like an actual uh, a, a good version to show people. And then I'll have the Wings song to show. And then, you know, I might have four to six more songs I'm going to do before I complete the album, which just seems so daunting, but it's so slow. I don't know. I, I, I wish that I had unlimited funds and knew everything about recording so I could just do it all myself. But, you know, with the magic song, I, I tracked it all myself. So it's like I'm in that realm, but I just don't trust myself enough to get it. I don't trust my own ears, I guess. I need somebody else to tell me that was the take or, you know, something like that. I, I can't explain it. It's just really tough to make those determinations myself. I, I, I need uh, outer vol validation or something from people that have better ears than me. <laughs> Or just haven't sang the song a thousand times, so you don't really know what, like, what's better, this one or this one, you know, what, what, what's the, what's the rub, which one's the one that, but, uh, and this last, uh, week, this would be, um, it's Wednesday right now, last night I played an open mic in Pontiac at, I think it's called Look Alive, or, uh, it's, it's the old Duffy funeral home, which was, you know, it's Pontiac, my hometown, and I heard they were doing an open mic, and I was like, I need to go and support, because I would have loved to have an open mic when I was living there and younger, and a place to go play music every week to, now, I don't know if they're gonna do it every week, but I hope, I think it's a cool thing. I think the whole space, the whole people that run it, uh, I think, uh, I think it's Mike Jan and Steve are the two guys that, running it and they just seem like they genuinely are good people and they want to support cool stuff and they're kind of into the horror thing I think a little bit so like having the you know it be an old funeral home is kind of part of it part of its uh pull for them but it's just like this huge house you know it's like a huge house before it was a funeral home but uh it was fun. I had a decent sound system. It looked kind of cool. Ryan Wolf came with me. My brother showed up, hung out with some other people I knew, Joey Monahan, some people I didn't. Uh, never or P Tim Dial, I'd never seen him play before, but I always heard about him. He was really good. And some younger people and some older people and uh, some people there to just watch. And I just, you know, part of me wanted to just go and plug and play and see how I would, how I would handle it. And uh, it's, I, th I think it sounded pretty good. It wasn't, I, I always feel like that's like a weirder way for me to perform. Like I can play unplugged, no problem. I feel like I can usually get, get it to sound pretty good that way. And I can play with all my several different iterations of my gear and my crate, you know, all the way from simple, just like foot drums and guitar to foot drums, bass, guitar, foot drums, bass, my new uh, infinite sampler. And then my organ machine and you know my, my, my separate boosts and my mutes and my bass and just all sorts of crazy toys and i can usually get but just for some reason the just mic just one mic no i don't have my vocal pedal and 
which without when I'm playing acoustic, I don't either, but I can, I, it's for, singing a mic just naked. This is always a little weird to me for some reason. Um, and then just acoustic guitar plugged straight into the, the sound, the soundboard. So, and I think I, I did play pretty good. I, I do think I sped up a little bit. Like I rushed some of the songs, but you know, nobody knows because they've never heard my songs before. I played all originals. That was another reason I wanted to go. It's just to do set like that. Cause I hadn't done that in a while and it went pretty well. It was fun. I think I played like five or seven tunes. Everybody there was very supportive, very nice. And seems like they all have like just a, it seems like they want to make it kind of into a like a community center type place doing lots of big events like that and just trying to get people to have something cool going on anytime they they want and uh, i think that's an awesome idea and not a bad thing for pontiac so and like i said the people that run it uh own it seem very genuine and good-hearted people so they were just excited. They were excited about everything going on. So, but yeah, so that was fun. And I, I think we talked about maybe setting up a, a regular show for me there at some point. So they'll have my one man band and maybe I get Wolf to come out and play some songs too. And maybe he can do his own show there at some point. And I don't know, pretty cool spot. And then tonight was the I had kind of a corporate event, which I got to thank Kaliat for hooking me up with. He threw my name out, probably in a list of other people, but um, got, got me a, a, a good show and really nice people running it. You know, it was a corporate event, so you, you never really know how dry and stale it's going to be, but it was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty laid back, but I kind of expected that. I very, very volume conscious and very cover centric and that's just kind of how those things go but everybody there was pretty chill and just i got a lot of free food too so that's always a bonus and uh i don't know the lady who ran it was very nice and just good good vibes good vibes all around and i was looking at my calendar over the summer it was from may to august 55 shows which roughly you know with breaks and stuff, probably close to 150 hours of playing. Pretty wild, pretty crazy summer. I mean, that's just four months. So, I mean, I know the rest of the year isn't that busy. You know, sometimes it gets busy in April and September and October a little bit too, but you know, 55 for four months. So I'm saying that isn't like the average for four months. It's like on the higher side, probably closer to 30 most of the time, but uh, it's been wild. It's been a crazy summer. I, uh, you know, I'd be lying if I say, uh, said I enjoyed every second of every show. Cause that's like impossible, but there were some real bangers. There were some good, good times, lots of driving, lots of car time all over Illinois, sometimes in Indiana, sometimes in Michigan, sometimes in Iowa. And, uh, I don't know. It's a pretty crazy lifestyle to be living. It's, uh, a lot of these things I do, you know, pretty much on my own. I'm not saying I don't get help from people at times and people definitely support and stuff, but I don't know, it can be exhausting. I mean, I definitely feel it more this summer than maybe I had in the past of 
like just being like worn out, you know? But, you know, it's doing something I love, so it's like such a weird place to be. It's like I'm not jaded by it. Like, I'm excited every time I show up anywhere. Sometimes the set, I think it's more the setup than the teardown. Like, some of those days where I was doing like three shows in a day, you know, the setup, teardown, setup, teardown, setup, teardown, and drives in between all of them. It's just like, it can be a lot. But, it could be way worse, you know. And, you know, then you run into the car mishaps because you gotta have a solid car to be driving all over the state and all over the Midwest. And that can cost you. And that can be very frustrating. But, uh, you know, I'm just really, really appreciative of the, the time I get to do the stuff that I love the most. And, uh, I mean, it's crazy to think about. If I would have told myself that that, you know, you, you always get to a spot where you're like, you know, I, I wish that I was here. You're always there. You're always set, like at that spot. I wish I was somewhere else. You know, I wish I would, if I would have told myself, you know, 10 years ago, I'd be making a living playing music all over the Midwest. You know, it's a pretty cool thing. And I try to keep that at the front of my mind as much as possible, even on those rougher show days or those long drives. Honestly, I don't, I don't think I have it in me to do anything else. <laughs> like, I don't, I just wasn't, I don't feel like I was, I don't know. I, I, I just don't feel like, feel like I was built for that nine to five. And I did that, don't get me wrong, I did it for a long time. I did the full-time job and musician on the side. And, uh, maybe too long, maybe I did it too long. Maybe that's why I'm kind of stuck to an extent. I don't know, but, um, you know, I, 10 years over at Kidder Music, worked at Steak and Shake before that, lots of other jobs before that. I mean, I've had a job since I was in seventh grade. So then to be uh, where I'm at now and just playing music is such a long road to get here. And, you know, I still have those days where I'm like, I wish that I was doing this maybe a little bit more like, but or like I could record a whole album at some point in like one setting, <laughs> you know, not do one song at a time. But it's still pretty miraculous that I feels like a trick, like I'm getting away with something. And if I keep that in my mind, I keep that in the the, the mentality, like if I make a mistake, like, ah, it's fun. It's fun. It's supposed to be fun. I'm going to screw up sometimes. Like it's going to happen. And that's okay. Every, every song isn't going to be perfect, especially, you know, I'm the one doing it. You know, I'm the musician. I'm not, I'm not a miraculous guitar player. I'm not a miraculous singer either. I'm not anything above average, pretty much at anything I do. I think I'm, I'm average at a lot of music related things. Maybe, maybe that's where my, and I, I have, uh, have a inability to give up and you know, I've seen some some bad things throughout throughout doing this over over the years, but I I maybe and maybe I've been discouraged, but I've never been broken. And I'm gonna keep showing up. I just I just don't think I 
I'm just a musician. I think that's what it is. Like, I think there are people who play music and there are musicians. And I honestly just couldn't do anything a, a different way. Like, I, I, I don't know how I'd get out of the bed in the morning if I wasn't doing this. Keeps me young, keeps me alive, keeps me moving, keeps me growing. I think that's a big thing. And uh, this summer was definitely pretty epic in a lot of ways. I had some really cool stuff that happened over the over the course of the four months. Lots and lots of shows, lots of meeting new people, playing new places. And yeah, I might not be exactly where I want to be, but I'm in a pretty good good place. I'm in a uh, how, but <laughs> just just gotta, you know, tie the chillers that keep that nose to the grindstone. And uh, what was the rest of that? Oh, never mind. Um, but uh, it's just been a wild summer, and I hope that I hope that it uh, keeps getting wilder. You know, I don't want to do crazier things. I got a festival coming up in the end of September. Well, I got one coming up this weekend, but that's the one I do every year, Tabapalooza. And then I have a festival at the end of September down the Ozarks. So that'll be interesting and adventure. I'm always up for adventures. That's the name of the game for my, my life, I think, is I'm trying to, trying to see, see what interesting things I can do. Where can music take me? And, and uh, you know, I get to do an all-original set at a big music festival in the Ozarks. Never been to the Ozarks, so... I need to venture out a little further, I think. I just gotta keep pushing the boundaries and keep... You know, just keep at it, keep going. There's no stopping. That's the... There's no, no rest for the wicked. There's no break for the musician. There's... You just gotta keep going. Keep playing live. Keep recording. Keep learning new instruments. Keep... Learn new songs, keep writing new songs, keep playing the old ones, keep, you know, all that stuff. Just keep going. And, you know, I don't know where I'm going to end up with all this, but I'll know that I tried as hard as I could to make this all happen. And I got some cool shit to show for, ultimately, you know. I got some, some good recordings, some... some good gear, some, you know, some know-how, that's for sure. But every year you just learn a little more, you try to do a little better. I think that's all you can do. Maybe someday somebody, some people will recognize that, you know, you're working hard and you're, you're, you're adequate. I don't know if I'm great, but I'm adequate, you know, maybe it may, maybe I can, uh, trick people into thinking I'm okay and stuff. I don't know. That's, we'll see what happens, but, you know, I'm doing the thing, I think, is the, 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 the bottom line. And I think I'll just leave with that, you know. I gotta remember that I'm in it, I'm doing it. The journey is the, is the destination, as they say. Like, it's pretty crazy, pretty crazy wild ride, and I'm on it. I'm in the middle of it, and, uh, I don't know where it's going. Hopefully someplace cooler every every day, every week, every year, you know, all that. But at the very least, I get to record in professional studios and get my songs to sound pretty, pretty solid. 
Maybe not like radio style, but pretty, pretty close. And I don't know that I'd want it to sound exactly radio style, but you know, the indie, indie style. And uh, it's pretty cool. But anyway, I think that's it. I think I, I, think I covered it. There's a little summer recap there at the end. So uh, sorry to ramble, but it's been a crazy summer and I haven't done enough podcasts. I think the podcast has uh, been put on the, you know, I was having guests for a while. And for some reason, when I get in that mode, I, uh, I, I think, oh, I'll just wait till the next guest comes on. And then, you know, that falls through once and it's hard to get somebody else. And then it's like, oh, I need to talk about these shows. And then I have 10 more shows and, but I'm going to keep at it. I do enjoy talking about the, this, this, all the craziness, all the madness that comes along with being a musician. So it's, it's, it's nice to have a place because where would the stuff go? You know, I, I have couple musician friends I maybe talked to about it a little bit but it's like if I didn't get it out this way it would just live in my brain and never get expressed and it would be super weird for that to be so it's like it's, it's another compulsion like I have to I have to keep doing the podcast I gotta keep talking about it I gotta get get the stuff out of my brain talk about the adventure a little bit not just be in the adventure because you know, I think that following the rabbit hole down to uh, kind of as deep as I can take it, you know, really thinking back about these shows, it's the only way that they'll get better. You know, if I just played the show and never thought about it again, never reflected on, you know, the crazy summer and all the shows that I've been playing, I think the progress would slow down maybe a little bit. And you know, knowing that I'm going to have to talk about it at some time, you know, I, I clock stuff maybe a little bit more. I registers things that, you know, I'm going to talk about that and this is why and chase down the, chase down that topic a little bit and kind of try to get to the bottom of some things. I don't know that I ever will get to the bottom of anything, but again, it's just nice to have it not live kind of abstractly in my brain. So I think it's good. And I don't think anybody probably listens that much, but that's not really what it's about. And if you do, as always, I appreciate anybody who takes the time, you know, 55 minutes in, you know, I, if you made it this far, you're a trooper. I, I, I know that it's just me rambling, but I, I, I needed it, you know what I mean? Like I needed to get that stuff off my chest, talk about that stuff a little bit. It's good for me, good for my brain, clears some of the clutter and, um, I've had some, some people kind of be interested in being guests and I hope to, I don't want to say any names yet in case they don't make it on, but, uh, it'd be cool if a couple of them actually, actually did. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, uh, if, if I can make those happen, having the guests is nice too. So anyhow, appreciate everybody who gives me the opportunity to let me keep doing this, uh, listens to me in so many different ways and the podcast, the music, the clips, the videos, all that stuff. Super, super kind of anybody who spends any time supporting or just listening or, you know, not even liking, just listening. <laughs> I know hitting that like button is, is hard sometimes, but, uh, if you even just listen, that's 
generous. There's a lot, there's a million things you could be taking your time on. So I really do appreciate it. And I'll just talk to you on the next one. All right, have a good one.